we've put together a brand new sample of RAR Premium. So if you've been on the fence about joining us inside RAR Premium, you can get a free sample now to see if it's a good fit for your family. To get that free sample, go to readaloudrevival.com slash sample or just text the word RAR sample like it's all squished together in one word. <laughs> RAR sample to the number 33777. Okay, here's the show. You're listening to the Read Aloud Revival Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. Hello, everybody. Sarah McKenzie here, and you've got episode 135 of the Read Aloud Revival. Let's talk about what we're reading this fall, shall we? <laughs> Who's up for some book recommendations today? Here's what we're going to do in this episode. First, I'm going to answer not one, but two listener questions. Then I'm going to share with you our top reading recommendations for the fall and what we're reading at Read Aloud Revival month by month. And of course, we'll wrap up our episode with Let the Kids Speak, and we'll hear from 10 kids about the books they are loving right now. As always, the show notes for this episode are at readaloudrevival.com slash 135 because this is episode 135, and you'll find all the books I'm recommending on today's show right there. Now, before we dive in, I want to make sure you know that we've opened up registration to Read Aloud Revival Premium, our online community that helps you connect with your kids through family book clubs, master classes, and support from like minded mamas. So often in homeschooling, reading just becomes another assignment to check off the list, right? Another to do. But instead, RAR Premium is a really simple and delightful way to put relationships first in your home while also giving your kids a solid and engaging education. You can join us at RARmembership.com right now. Registration is officially open to new members. And what you'll hear from our members is that they'll say they would give up Netflix before they gave up RAR Premium, <laughs> that it's the best money they spend on their homeschool, that it's worth more than all their curriculum for the year. I mean, it's kind of crazy. And you've got to join us to see what the buzz is all about. Go to RARmembership.com. We've got a 30-day money-back guarantee. So there's no risk to try it out and see if it's a good fit for your family. Okay, let's hear a question today from Anna. Hi, Sarah. My name is Anna. Thank you so much for all that you do at Read Aloud Revival. It's such an excellent resource, and we are very blessed to have all benefit from all the work that you do. I had a question regarding reading motivation for my newly seven-year-old boy. He is a good reader, but will rarely spontaneously pick up a book on his own to read, and often will put up a fuss about reading when I ask him to sit and read. He much prefers being read aloud too, and is eager to have books read to him, or prefers audiobooks. My question for you is, what can I do to help motivate him? And is there ever a concern that listening to audiobooks would pave the road for an easier way to go about reading as opposed to the work behind decoding and sitting and reading on your own? Thank you so much again for all that you do and for answering this question. Thanks. 
Hey, Anna, really good to hear from you. Okay, so when a child's a new reader, they're often resistant to doing a lot of reading on their own, even if they're getting pretty good at it. Many times I think this is just because learning to decode and learning to read on your own with your eyes, it's a hard skill to learn. And so asking a child to read a lot right after they've learned to read is sort of like asking our kids to climb to the top of the mountain and then saying, good job now, do it again. And they think, oh my goodness, give me a second. I just want to enjoy it here. So all that to say is it's very normal for a young reader with new skills or burgeoning skills to resist reading with their eyes. It's just not going to be enjoyable for them until it's easy for them. And it doesn't get easy right away. That said, the fact that your son likes to listen to stories is a wonderful sign. It indicates that it's not stories that he's avoiding. It's just the actual act of reading with his eyes. Here's what I suggest. Keep reading aloud to him a ton. Keep letting him listen to lots and lots of audiobooks. That's not going to turn him into a lazy reader. I know it's easy to think that our kids will get quote unquote lazy, you know, if they can just hear stories because it's what we think of as easier for them to read a book if they are listening to it be read aloud to them. But really, whether they get that story from their eyes or their ears, it doesn't matter that much when it comes to getting the stories into our kids. If the goal is to get the story into your child, or if the goal is to have your child fall in love with reading, then you don't need to prefer one kind to the other, reading with your eyes or reading with your ears. Reading with your eyes is not better than reading with your ears, which is what I'm trying to say. Especially if your son loves audiobooks and loves being read to, he's probably developed pretty darn good taste in books and stories. And frankly, lower level books or first chapter books, they're just not the same caliber. And he probably knows this instinctively and likes the better stories, right? As well as that fully immersive experience of not having to work so hard at decoding with his eyes to enjoy the story. Because if we think about what a child is doing when they're reading from a page, is it's a different skill. Decoding the letters and knowing what those words say, it's a different skill than understanding the story and enjoying the story. So you do want to help your son continue to get better at reading with his eyes, of course. And to develop fluency and accuracy and speed in his reading with his eyes so that it's enjoyable for him, you're going to need to give him lots and lots of practice reading easy books. I would suggest giving him books that are slightly below his own reading level to help him gain speed and fluency and to help reading become easy. What we want is for them to read a lot of words, like a quantity of words. So a lot of times we think our kids should always be reading at or above their reading level. But when they're in this important stage of knowing how to read, but not reading voraciously for themselves yet, we actually want to give them tons of books that are really easy for them. It helps reading become easy and fast and something that they can do without a lot of strain. And over time, they gradually want stories that are longer or more interesting, more compelling, more difficult. But the only way to get there is to give them a lot of books that are super easy. Giving them lots of easy books and maybe motivating him with some kind of a treat like, hey, what you're going to do is you're going to read what I don't know what kind of books your son is reading yet, Anna, but let's say he's reading, I'm not sure, something like Encyclopedia Brown. You give him an Encyclopedia Brown book and you say, finish this book. And when you're done with it, you and I are going to go out for a milkshake and talk about it. Let the reward for reading not be like money and not be like a physical prize, definitely not screens, but let it be time with you. And that is a wonderful way to reward your kids for reading. So if you're looking for a motivating prize, quote unquote prize, right, for reading, let it be time with you and the ability to talk about the book that they've just read. 
that can be really motivating as well. I think that can help seal reading in his mind as something that he can do, that he's good at, that gives him this reward of time with you. And pairing that with lots of audiobooks and read alouds help him continue to love stories. That way, when reading with his eyes is not as difficult as it is now, because it's still going to be more difficult than it is to listen to an audiobook. When those kind of even out in either way, you know, as an adult, you probably can read with your eyes or read with your ears with almost equal parts ease. When he gets there, he's going to have this love for stories and reading, but he's also going to have the skills to be able to do it whichever way he prefers. Does that make sense? I hope it helps. I wouldn't worry about letting him listen to audiobooks or reading aloud too much to him. You're not going to harm your child by making it easier. If he loves stories, he's going to get there. It just takes some time to let those reading with your eyes skills catch up with the reading with the heart and reading with the ears skills. Okay, I hope that makes sense and I hope that helps. And here's another question, this one from Carrie. Hi, Sarah. My name is Carrie and I am from Fort Worth, Texas. I have a almost six-year-old who is learning to read and I've been holding off on letting him listen to the audiobook versions of early readers such as... Henry and Mudge or the boxcar children, but I know he would love those, but I'm scared to let him listen because I don't want it to ruin the books that I have for him to read when he's just a little bit better at reading. Should I go ahead and let him listen to them first or should I save those books for when he can read them on his own? Hey, Carrie, this is something we hear a lot, actually. I know a lot of us, we, we want to save certain books until our kids are either fully able to enjoy the book or because we want them to read the books to themselves. And we're afraid if they hear them earlier, they won't read them to themselves. The good thing about wonderful books is that they will be read and reread and reread. So if your son loves Henry and Mudge, he's going to listen to it on audio. And then when he's able to read it for himself, that's going to feel even more awesome because now he can get it for himself. He isn't going to feel like he's done the book just because he's heard them. In fact, oftentimes I think knowing the stories, knowing the names of the characters and the general pacing and cadence of the language makes reading it for themselves easier. And so they can pick up on that skill of learning to read a little bit faster. My twins have listened to countless repetitions of the Frog and Toad books by Arnold Lobel on audio, which are read by Arnold Lobel himself. We'll put links in the show notes because they are fabulously done. They're not ready to read those on their own yet, but When they are, they're going to feel like these are old companions and reading the book is going to feel less daunting. The whole experience of reading a book that long or a page that has that many words on it, it won't feel as daunting because they feel like old friends and the story may even be kind of familiar, right? Because they remember it. That's all good. With a series like The Boxcar Children, there are so many different ones to share with your son. I think listening to some on audio can be a wonderful taste of what's to come. You know, a lot of times what our kids need is a little motivation, something they want to get for themselves. You know, now if they can read Boxcar Children, they have this endless amount of stories to read, something to look forward to. And if he listens to even a dozen Boxcar Children books, that's only scratching the surface when it comes to the Boxcar Children. So he'll be excited to get the rest for himself, I bet. The short answer, I guess, this is not exactly the short answer, but the short answer would be... that I don't think hearing the books on audio now are going to preclude him from reading them later on, especially if he loves them. So I'd say go for it and let him listen, especially if you think he's going to enjoy it now. And then in the not too distant future, he's able to start reading them on his own. That's going to be a little taste of magic for him. I hope that helps. Thank you, Anna. And thank you, Carrie, for your questions. 
If you'd like me to answer your question here on the show, then head to readaloudrevival.com and then scroll to the bottom of the page and you'll find a button there that says, leave a question for Sarah McKenzie. All right, let's talk about what we're reading this fall. Now, you might know that at RAR Premium, we read a book every month as part of our family book club. And the books I'm going to tell you about today are, in fact, the book club picks for RAR Premium. So if you choose to read any of these with us this fall, you are in good company because thousands of us are reading them as well. And in RER Premium, we make family book club guides to go with each of these. And those family book club guides contain ideas for really good shared experiences about the book. Um, Usually, those shared experiences transform an ordinary dinner into a book club experience. Um, I love these because dad can be a part of it. So honestly, this just makes book club not one more thing to do on the schedule. You know, like not another thing to add to the the to-do list. None of us need that. Instead, it helps us transform something we're already doing every day, making dinner, into a memorable and delightful experience that's rich in our book-loving experience. And it also includes dad in what we're doing, which I think is winning on all levels. And we hear a lot of feedback from members who say, especially the dads themselves, who say they just love book club night. They come home for dinner and it's not an ordinary dinner. It is book club night. And so really fun. These book club guides that we have in premium, they they have ideas for those shared experiences for those dinners. They have some open-ended questions to ask about each book with kids of all ages to have some really good conversations and get those discussions going. And we also have some tips for looking at and reading each book closely to help you, you and your kids look more closely and fall in love with the book more deeply. I think just see it on a whole new level. And then, and this is the part that I really feel like is magical, the author or illustrator comes to RAR Premium to meet kids, your kids, in a live video stream. And if you want to find out what those are like, then you want to listen to our last episode, episode 134, because you'll see one of these in action with the author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, Sally Lloyd-Jones. And you can watch a video replay of that at readaloudrevival.com slash 134. Um, I'll let you know today as we go along, and I'm talking about these books that I'm recommending for the fall, who is coming to premium for each of the books. So to get those family book club guides and to give your kids a front row seat at the author access events, you want to become a premium member and you can do that right now, in fact, at rarmembership.com because we've opened registration. And also to celebrate the fall lineup of family book clubs, all the books I'm in fact going to be recommending today, (laughs) we're giving away each of these books on Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, you want to make sure you check out our feed. That's just at instagram.com slash read a revival. You want to get in on the fun there this week because we're giving away a whole slew of books. So, okay. What are we reading this fall? Uh, the novels we're reading this fall are, I feel like I need a drum roll. There we go. (laughs) The novels we're reading this fall are some of my very, very, very favorites to recommend to families, the Vanderbeeker books. These start with The Vanderbeekers of 141st Street by Karina Yang Glazer. The second book is The Vanderbeekers in the Hidden Garden. And the third book releases September 17th. 
uh, this year, and I got to read it a little early. I loved it every bit as much as the first two. The Vanderbeekers are Chinese American family living in Harlem in a townhouse that looks an awful lot like what you might see in all of a kind family if you're a fan of some of that throwback literature. There are five kids and two parents in the Vanderbeeker books and a smattering of pets and lots of trouble to get into. If you've got kids who like the Penderbix books, who like the Melody Family books by Elizabeth Enright or the Moffat series by Eleanor Estes or any of those old classics, these books have your name written all over them. They're fun. They're lighthearted. They're easy to read. I haven't met kids who don't like them yet. I have not met a single child who I recommended it to who doesn't like it yet, which is saying something. If you want to read along with us, uh, so you can start wherever you are with these. So if you've never read a Vanderbeeker book, you definitely want to, you want to read these in order. So you definitely want to start with the first one. That's the Vanderbeekers of 141st Street. If you've already read that one, just move on to the second. That's the Vanderbeekers in the Hidden Garden. And if you've read both of those, then get your hands on that third one, which comes out in September and read that one. For our family book clubs, FYI, we don't schedule our reading. We don't tell you, you know, you need to read certain chapters or certain pages each week or whatever, because a family book club should fit your family, not the other way around. So you just read one or all three or whatever fits your schedule, everything that's happening with you right now, this season of life you get to make the family book club fit you. Our family book club guide in premium will help you share experiences about the books. It'll help you talk about the books. And then later in the fall in November, Karina Yang Glazer herself will come answer your kids' questions about the books. So those are our family book club novels for the whole fall. We're just immersing ourselves in the world of the Vanderbeekers. And the Vanderbeeker books, by the way, they're excellent read-alouds for all ages. I read them with my kids aged 5 to 17. So They're sort of the epitome of perfect books to share with a broad range of ages because they can appeal to your young kids and to your teenagers. I love that about some of these books that have a lot of kids, like big family books, because there is a character for each of your kids to relate to most closely because it's a family book. The Penerics are like that too. And so um, I think that's part of what makes them so appealing to all different ages. Now, each month, so we're reading these Vanderbeeker books, and these are the novels in the fall. And each month, we also have a family book club pick that's a picture book. This is a whole family book club after all, right? So there needs to be something for everyone. And all families are in a different spot. Every season's a little different. Sometimes in this season, you'll be able to read everything we suggest and sometimes not. And so some of our families just read the picture books because we have a picture book chosen for each month. And that's a great experience too. We intentionally choose the best picture books we can find that appeal to a broad range of ages and that offer something for young kids, but also for older kids and even teens. So first up is our September pick. Actually, there are two of them, two picture books we chose for September. They're both by our September author access guest, Deborah Hopkinson. The first is Apples to Oregon being the slightly true narrative of how a brave pioneer father brought apples, peaches, pears, plums, grapes, and cherries, and children across the plains. (laughs) And the second, that is really the title. You can just put in apples to Oregon when you're looking for it, though. (laughs) The second book is Abe Lincoln Crosses a Creek, A Tall, Thin Tale. Both of these are historical fiction picture books. Uh, Well, the second is a picture book biography, of course. They are exceptionally well-written. They're funny. And they have great illustrations. In fact, the illustrator of that second one, Abe Lincoln Crosses a Creek, that's John Hendricks. He also wrote and illustrated Miracle Man, the story of Jesus, which is our October picture book pick for Family Book Club. 
Folks, if you haven't seen this book, you have got to get your hands on it. Miracle Man, the story of Jesus. It is stunning. It is breathtaking. It's such a wonderful read aloud experience for all ages. I really mean all ages. I found one of my teenagers pouring over it the other day. There's a lot to look at here. The stories are so well told. So in September, Deborah Hopkinson is coming. Of course, she's the author of both of those books. She's going to be our author access guest. And then in October, John Hendricks, the illustrator of that second one, is coming. He's the illustrator, again, of Abe Lincoln Crosses a Creek. And he's also the illustrator of Miracle Man, which is our October pick. So we're going to get to talk about both kinds of storytelling, storytelling with words and storytelling with pictures by talking with both Deborah Hopkinson and John Hendricks. So that is September and October. Now, in November, Karina Yanglazer is coming to talk to us about the Vanderbeekers. And in the Vanderbeekers of 141st Street, Issa's violin plays a pretty important role in the story. So we made our picture book selection for that month, The Man with the Violin by Kathy Stinson, illustrated by Dusan Petrasik. I love this book. It's based on the true story of the world-renowned classical violinist Joshua Bell, who took his instrument down to Washington, D.C. subway for a free concert. And more than a thousand commuters rushed by him without even glancing his way at all. This world-renowned musician, right? Only seven people stopped to listen. Most of them were kids. And this story tells a fictional account of boy who may have been one of those to stop and listen. The story is wonderful, but I really think the showstopper in this picture book is in the illustrations, particularly the first spread, which may be one of the cleverest illustrations I have ever seen. The Man with the Violin, that is our November picture book pick. And I really think, especially when your older kids find out this is this truly happened and start reading the back matter about Joshua Bell, it's a really good book for kids of all ages. Now, in December, we'll be reading The Christmas Miracle of Jonathan Toomey. And I, I almost feel like I heard people sigh with happiness when I just said that. <laughs> I love this book so much, too. I know a lot of you do, too. The illustrator, PJ Lynch, is going to come to Read Aloud Revival. He's going to live stream with us from his home in Ireland to talk about illustrating it. There's actually a wonderful movie version of The Christmas Miracle of Jonathan Toomey as well. So we're going to get a chance to talk with our kids about the differences and similarities between visual and written storytelling, which is going to be a really great conversation to have. So that's what we're reading this fall. Apples to Oregon, Abe Lincoln Crosses a Creek, Miracle Man, The Story of Jesus, The Man with the Violin, The Christmas Miracle of Jonathan Toomey, and all the Vanderbeekers books. It is going to be glorious. I have so much fun putting together these lineups and making them coordinate and go along together. I love that as we're reading the Vanderbeekers with all of our kids, we can also be reading, you know, the man with the violin and talking about how music shapes people like in both stories. And this can be a whole family conversation. And then the shared experiences that we have over dinner that are in our family book club guides, just bring everybody into conversation about the same book together. It really bonds us. And then we have the author illustrator come. I mean, it's just such a rich experience. And I love putting these together. I get giddy putting these together. So fun. So to get the full experience where you can access those family book club guides and join us for author access, you do want to be sure to join us in premium. And you can do that at rarmembership.com. We have monthly, quarterly, and annual options for joining us, but there's no commitment. You don't have to join for a certain amount of time. I think you'll find out why our premium members love it so much when you just get a peek in there. So since we're talking about premium, let me tell you a few of the other things we have happening there this fall. A couple of masterclasses are coming up. Now, 
RAR masterclasses are professional development for homeschooling moms. Although a lot of our members are moms who are not homeschoolers and they tell us they love them just as much. In September, I'm teaching a new masterclass about how to set yourself up to teach from rest, which I'm hoping will get us all off on the right foot the beginning of a new school year. And then in October, we have a guest instructor, Heather Woody from Blog She Wrote. She's coming to teach a masterclass on teaching from rest in the high school years. For those of us who want to apply the principles from my book, Teaching from Rest, A Homeschooler's Guide to Unshakable Peace, into our homeschool high schools. And in November, Mackenzie Coppa is going to come and she's going to do a mini masterclass on voice acting. For any mamas who love to do voices as they read aloud, as you know, you don't have to do voices as you read aloud. But this is a mini masterclass for anybody who likes to do voices and just wants to get better at it and kind of take it up a notch, level up. We're going to have a little class on that for anyone who wants it. We've also got two drawing workshops with Ralph Mezziello. He's our favorite drawing instructor. We have him at Read Aloud Revival a lot in premium. He's coming. He's going to do two. One is geared toward ages four to nine. And the other is geared for ages 10 and up. These are always kid favorites. They're some of our highest attended workshops. Kids love them. Ralph guides the kids in real time through several drawings during the workshop. And what happens a lot of time, first of all, at the end of the workshop, your child has a bunch of drawings. And then they're just kind of set free. He gives them lots of ideas for how to keep using the principles he just taught them to keep creating and making drawings. And so I love how on Instagram and Facebook for days after each of these, you just see people posting pictures of their kids just drawing and drawing and drawing. So fun. And then we also have a seasonal mama book club for premium members. And this fall, we're reading Pam Barnhill's book, Better Together, Strengthen Your Family, Simplify Your Homeschool, and Savor the Subjects That Matter Most. So we'll be reading that together this fall. And for the Mama Book Club, we do read certain chapters during certain weeks, usually very slow, gentle pacing for us because we're all busy. And then Pam Barnhill will come, of course, and chat with us about the book at the end of it. One of the great things about our live events in membership, their access, whether they're drawing or writing workshops or Mama Book Clubs or master classes, any of it. They're all recorded and they're all available to watch in our premium library. So just because something doesn't work for your schedule doesn't mean you'll miss it entirely. Everything's available to you to watch on replay. Everything is closed captioned. So if you're hearing impaired or your kids are hearing impaired, you can watch everything on replay with closed captions so you don't have to miss anything. And everything we have ever done in Read Loud Revival Premium is available to watch on replay with closed captions right when you join. (laughs) So members oftentimes join and then just start binge watching because it's so exciting. (laughs) It's so fun to have access to all of these masterclasses and author access events we've done before. So remember, you can join us now. Registration's opened up and you can join us at rarmembership.com. You should be able to find answers to your questions there as well. And you can grab our one-page fall premium calendar so you can see all the books we're reading and everything happening in premium this coming season at a glance. Now it's time for Let the Kids Speak. This is my favorite part of the podcast, where kids tell us about their favorite stories that have been read aloud to them. Hi, I'm Lorelai, age 8 from Tennessee. My favorite book is Ramona the Brave by Beverly Cleary, and I like it because Ramona is very mischievous. I'm Jagger, age five, from Tennessee. I like the line in the Witch in the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis because I like Aslan because it's based on God. 
Hi, my name is Wyatt. I am seven years old, almost eight. I live in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and my favorite book is Junie B. Jones and the Stupid Smelly Bus. I like it because at first when she meets her teacher, she licks her shoes before putting them on, and it's really funny. And the next funniest part, she stays in school for about an hour, and that's how much I like it. Hello, my name is Shane. I'm five years old. I live in Fairville, North Carolina. My favorite book is Captain Waddle and the Big Moon Mystery. The reason I like it is because it has lots of dinosaurs and it has this big squid and it has these fighting dinosaurs that have sloops on it. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. What's your name? Ben is Christine Cole. Where do you live? Idaho. How old are you? Four. What's one of your favorite books that we've read? Today. Today by Julie Morstad. Why do you like today? Because I like answering questions. My name is Lincoln. I live in Blackfoot, Idaho. I am eight years old. One of my favorite books is The Mysterious Benedict Society. I like everything about it. My name is Levi. I live in Blackfoot, Idaho. I am nine years old. One of my favorite books is by the Great Horn Spoon because I like how Jack and Praiseworthy find gold by digging a grave. My name is Keller. I live in Blackfoot, Idaho. I am six years old. One of my favorite books is the koala who could because I love koalas. Hello, my name is Luke. I'm four years old. I live in North Carolina. My favorite book is Sweeping Beauty because I love it so much. What do you love about it? Philip. What about Philip? Who's Philip? The man with the hat and the sword. Yeah. And what is so special about him? Fighting. What is he fighting to do? Killing the pigs. <laughs> and what's he trying to? Who's he trying to save? The princess. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you, kids. I just love your recommendations. Remember that you can grab the show notes for this episode at readaloudrevival.com/slash/one-three-five. We're going to have all the books I recommended. They're all listed there. You also want to check out episode 134 if you missed it, because that's the episode that's going to give you a really good feel for what an author access and family book club like is like in Read Aloud Revival Premium. We have the family book club guide for Goldfish on Vacation by Sally Lloyd-Jones, as well as the video replay of the author access with Sally Lloyd-Jones. So if you're thinking, hmm, I wonder if these would be a good fit for my family, that's going to give you a really good idea of whether or not it is. And that's at readaloudrevival.com slash 134. Premium is open now and we'd love to have you join us. You can find out more at rarmembership.com. That's it for now. In two weeks, I'm going to be back with another episode. Really excited about this one. Not going to give you any teasers. You're just going to have to come back here. Same time, same place can't wait. Until then, go make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books.
Are you still here? Okay, well, I am too. And I wanted to check to see if you've had a chance to download the samples from RAR Premium yet. RAR Premium is committed to helping you become the peaceful, happy mom you're called to be so that your kids know deep in their bones that you just love homeschooling them and also so that they can become lifelong voracious readers. Get a free sample of RAR Premium by going to readaloudrevival.com slash sample or by texting the word RAR sample like it's one word all squished together (laughs) to the number 33777. 